Next Up Podcast. How's everybody doing? Dustin, it is September, the end of September, actually. And I think we broke our promise again by not doing a podcast before now. Listen, listen, folks, we love doing this. Um, but uh, I don't know if y'all's life is busy, but life is busy. Life is busy. And then you add some kids, you add some jobs, you add some some work, and it gets really busy fast. So, and if we sound tired, now you know why too. That's right. But listen, in the middle of the night, when I'm concerned about things, you know what I'm thinking about? The Next Up Podcast audience. I'm thinking of you guys. Of course. Yes, absolutely. You're, and most of them out there are refreshing their podcast feed to see if we've posted a new episode. Congratulations, daily, guys. Daily. So guys, welcome. Today welcome, is your guys. lucky your day. Dreams, your dreams have, been, have, 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 have come true. Yes, it has. And today, we are going to talk about how tension plays a role in trust. And Dustin... To find out where this idea came from, okay, this is, I don't even know where I was when I had this thought, and that's not an original thought by any means, by any stretch of the imagination. But basically, the thought is this. If I sit in a chair, the only way that I am really going to be able to trust that chair to hold me up is if I put tension in it, if I put my butt down in the chair and put some weight on it. That's the only way I'm going to know if that chair can hold me down. I can have the idea and I can believe it will, but until tension is put on the chair, I can't really trust it. And so I think that transfers to other areas of our lives, not just when we're sitting in a chair or um, anything like that, but I think it transfers into other areas of our lives. So we have a couple of areas we want to talk about just how tension actually plays a role in trust in these areas of our lives. You ready, Dustin? I'm ready. Let's rock and roll. Number one is tension in relationships. This is this is a big one, Dustin, because we don't like tension in relationships, do we? Don't, Listen, don't tell none you of my that. relationships have any tension in them at all. They they never do. I hate confrontation and I run from it. And that, that that's not true. That, that, that's, not, that's not true. Yeah, I'm, um, I love how you said uh, earlier on. Trust is built uh, through tension, and I do think that in our world, and even even personally, it is easy to want um, the easy path. And we're a generation. This isn't a, a, a negative shout down to us, but. Um, we often think that if things are difficult, they're not worth it. Or we're and, doing something wrong. Or we're doing something wrong. And, and that isn't, it isn't true. I mean, you know, so, so tension in the workplace, tension in your relationship, even tension in your marriage. Um, generally, those things do highlight either areas of improvement or areas that you even need to, you know, need to push into. You know, why is that um, tension there? I think if you're always getting along, really, at that point, uh, you're never growing. And yeah. so tension is the catalyst for for growth. Um, but then trust is only built through growth as well. And so, I mean, you kind of can see this formula kind of happening over time. So, you know, you really do want your relationships to get better. It's never not disagreeing. Uh, it's learning to how to live in the tension. Cause I think that's right. something our culture at large honestly doesn't know how to do. It's either, you know, agree with me completely or we can't be around. Or I dismiss or, you or yeah. 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 And so I think that certainly can kind of then come down into our relationships as well. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think about the couple that's been married, you know, 40, 50 years and, you know, it's, it's kind of like, it's kind of like working out. If I don't put stress on muscles, they never get stronger. And so, you know, the mm -hmm. couple that's been married 40 or 50 years, they've had a lot of stress. They've had a lot of tension in their relationship. They've probably had 
um, kids that they didn't they didn't they didn't know where they were when they were teenagers at times. They've had bills they didn't know how they were going to pay. They've had these big moves in life where they didn't know if they should take jobs or not. But they they face that tension together, and because of that, they can look back and they can trust each other because of that. And Dustin, I think this definitely plays out in our relationship with God too. Um, you know, we we can believe who uh, who God is and we can believe he is who he says he is but until we have to put our weight on our faith until we have to until we run into some tension in life and and basically we don't have anything else to trust and we have to put put the full weight of of our lives on him we yeah. don't we don't really trust him until we know we can trust him through the ups and downs of life and so i think sometimes god does allow those times where we have nothing else to put our weight on except for him because it does build trust, um, whether it's relationships with people or our relationship with him. Yeah, I actually heard something um, recently. I thought it was uh, really, really powerful, even for me personally, that every time that Jesus uh, responded and, and performed a miracle in um, the New Testament is that it was always in response to faith that was already there. And so I think what that then means is uh, I definitely think in our world, we we want to have an expectation, but don't want to live in the, the tension because, you know, you yeah, have expectation good. without any tension. And so uh, I've just had to watch myself when I come before the Lord uh, that I don't come in with an expectation and, and but not wanting the tension that wants to come with it. And so, you know, I want to come in expecting God to do something. But in reality, am I actually living there in the tension of the moment? Um you know, believing that God will, believing that God can, kind of already you know, taking that that real step forward. So it's like I want God to perform, then I'll act. But that's right. not, that's not tension there. You know, I want Him to carry all the tension or something like that. And that's just not the way it works. But I think it can happen on the relationship in too, where we um we would expect people to meet our demands or our thought patterns or whatever like that again and the tension is when you have to take a step out mm-hmm. not knowing if you will be accepted if it's the right thing if you even have the right opinion so you know i think tension is like forward living yeah. where not having tension it, it is kind of it is kind of living closed in or living backwards um so you don't have to step out into that scary place yeah and and i'm not i'm one who like personally i don't necessarily love tension especially tension with people but if I do look back, it's in tension moments that sometimes sometimes it takes the tension to get the truth and so to get really the true person um, in relationships. So through the tension, I find out who you really are and I find out who, my, who I am myself. Um, and that, that ultimately builds trust. You know, Dustin, you, you mentioned uh, the expectations. You know, I think when it comes to a relationship with, with God, I can... I can uh, expect something from God based off of other people's relationship with him, but I can only trust him based off of my relationship. And the only way that's built mm-hmm. is through the tension is feeling, feeling that, that tension in life in him, God, are you going to show up and then seeing that he does? Dude, that's actually a really good point. As you said that it's like, I do think we have a habit of wanting to borrow the tension and the trial and error of other people yeah, and then apply it to ourselves in a hope that, well, maybe I won't have to live through that. I won't have to struggle with that. I mean, I know even as a leader, honestly, I'll even take beyond that. Even as a father now, I want to sometimes teach my kids something 
that honestly he really does need to learn for himself. Otherwise, he'll never really own it. Mm -hmm. And so then to transfer that back and then to, to say our Heavenly Father or even just maybe the leaders above us or something like that. You know, when tension comes, instead of trying to blame everybody or think of how else is somebody's fault, look at it as a positive that, you know, maybe God is trying to take me someplace, increase my capacity in some way that can only be had through me going through the experience versus me just hearing a story. You know, because I love yeah. the stories. We all love platitudes, but doesn't mean we're really going to own it. And I, I think it's a, that's a powerful thought. Yeah. All right. Well, number two, tension with an idea. Um, so tension in relationships and tension with an idea. And, and Dustin, by this, what we mean is really how do you know an idea is good, whether it's um, a sermon or whether it's um, you're creating something or whether it's just an idea of where to go on vacation. How do you know mm -hmm. if the idea is good? Really, the only way is to put it under tension and see if it, if it stands up. And by that, what I mean is... Um, maybe put it, um, discuss it with a group of people and so get some feedback on it. I think that puts an idea under tension and it helps us see if there's holes in it and it puts some weight against it to see if it can hold up. Um, maybe we look at it from a different angle and so um, we've always thought about it like this. Was well, there another angle we can take on it? Like if it's, let's say it's, it's a mm -hmm. sermon. So uh, when I approached this passage, I immediately thought about this. But is there another character in the story that I can take a look at and see if, does, does this still hold up? Is there a better way to, to approach this? Um, can I ask somebody else? Can I get a different opinion? And so the tension with an idea, it, it, will it, will it hold up? Does it hold up from all angles? If I put some tension on it, is it still going to be, is it still going to be a good idea? Is there somebody that can help improve it? We got to put, we got to put tension on it. Yeah. One of the things that I've done with this, um, as you were talking, I came to what, what popped in my mind was like sermon planning. Mm -hmm. And so, um, when it comes to tension of knowing, what's the right thing to preach about? What's the right thing to say? What's the right story to tell? Whatever that is, um, is to come actually back to, and this may sound super, you know, uh, non-pastorally. So, so if you're not pastors out there, I think this is for everybody, even though we're using a pastor example, um, is what are the motives for me sharing that story or that sermon? Yeah. And so if my motives is to, just be funny or just to sound good or to sound smarter than I really am or to try to impress people, you know, putting the tension on what am I really doing this for? Because we need to ask that question when we do something. And sometimes it's okay, maybe not within a sermon to do something to make you look good, make you look good for your boss. But I know from, from, you know, our perspective as pastors, uh, we need to weigh the tension of, am I doing this for me or am I sharing this because it needs to be shared? Like, where is the tension falling? Is the tension falling for, for me to look good or is the tension falling um, to really help somebody else? Man, this is really something people need to know. This is something that's been misunderstood. This is something that people need to understand so that they can move forward in life. And so kind of weighing the, the internal tension. Why am I doing this or why am I not, you know, doing this? Uh, what are your motives? Yeah, and I mean, I, I, that could even play out, you know, with, with, with your family, you know. You know, I'm certainly no parenting expert, but one of the things I try to do is, is I try to um, – I try not to give rules and things that um, that are just because they're. It's just what I want. Like I, I want, I want, mm -hmm. to, I want to make sure that it's protecting my child. I want to make sure it's training him up. I want to make sure it's something that he applies to his life. I want to make sure there's a greater principle behind it. And so I think that's kind of what you're talking about is is what's what what's 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 the motive for it. I think that's one of those tensions we can we can put against an idea, and to try to see, yeah, if, sometimes see if it's worth pursuing. If 
if, if with the motos, and I know this comes down to personality types, um, and it can be two different angles. You know, if you're over controller, um, why is that? You know, is that because you don't like living in the tension and it makes you uncomfortable? So your, your natural reaction is to try to control everything or are you an avoider? And so it's easy that when it's a tension with an idea and this even falls back to the relationships, I think it's just tension in general. Um, are you avoiding it? Because again, you don't want to have to face the tension or you're going to just try to get, do just enough, or maybe you're procrastinating. You know, I think procrastination comes out of a decision of how am I going to deal with this tension? And well, I'll deal with it later. Yeah. Um, just put it so off. I think that's a, that's a, that's a good, uh, good way to put that again. You know, why are you not doing, or why are you doing what you're doing? And, you know, do you need to ask that question about everything? You know, probably not, but certainly when it comes to big ideas, um, yeah. your workflow, uh, even the way you think about people or the way you react to people, you know, when tension arises and there's tension all the time, they're kind of always a little bit under tension. Why do you react the way that you do? Yeah. And so just to kind of, kind of wrap up this, this subject, I thought, uh, there's, uh, it really comes down to like two things that we really need to do when, um, when we face tension, uh, or when we feel the tension. Number one, uh, what do I need to know? What is this tension showing me? And number two, what do I need to change? What do I need to do with this tension? Is, mm-hmm. is, is this holding up? Is this idea, is this relationship holding up to the tension and is it taking me somewhere? And if it is, what do I need to change about myself or my idea to make it work? Um, and then the first one is what, what do I need to know? And, and I think oftentimes if we bring other people, especially with the idea part, if we bring other people into that, they'll, they'll tell us really quick if we have those people that we can trust. Yeah. 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 No, I think, I think that's, um, absolutely true. And, uh, just to tell, say the second one again, I really like them. What so I had an idea there. Well, uh, what do I need to know? And then what do I need to change? Yeah. What do I need to change about yeah, myself, I, I about think, the idea? I think that's the, that's the key. Yeah. I, I got, got a little lost in my own thought there. What do I need to change? I think is the big thing when it comes to tension. Tension is not a bad thing. Tension is the catalyst to get you where you need to go. And so, um, I know it. Maybe it's not quite um, the the right phrasing, but I've heard it before with working out or kind of just the grind of life. You know, embrace the suck a little bit. Yeah. Like, you know, nobody really, nobody really likes it. You know, but those people yeah, are nuts actually, that say they do. If you if you like working um, out, you're nuts. I'm sorry. I don't. Trust yeah, yeah, I don't trust I, you. I, I think I think you're nuts. I you know what I like? You. I like I like the, the, the quiet time. I like when I'm done. In. You know, but people with grit though. Look at those things as not maybe things just to endure, but it is things to learn from. It is things to push you forward. I mean, so and maybe you're you know you're your listener. You're in a season um, where you kind of just need to embrace the tension. It really is embrace the tension, and maybe the tension isn't from work. Maybe it's a health thing, or maybe it's a financial thing. And so you can either just endure it until it's over, uh-huh. um, which which honestly all that does is make you callous. And so you need to look at it that bitter. way. So, you know, yeah. You, yeah, callous and bitter and detached, or you can embrace it and say, well, this is obviously showing me either a weak point or a place that I need to get stronger uh, because that's the interesting thing. If you get stronger, the same tension can come later and it's not as overwhelming as it was before. Yeah. And that's a principle both physically, but also emotionally and mentally as well. And spiritually. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Dustin, thank you very much. Everyone have a great day, a great month, and we will talk to you soon. See ya.